welcome to Toilets to Titles, Down Under the Dynasty. I'm your host, at Life from the Ben, and with me, as usual, my co-host, at FF Doormat. How are you today, Matt? Mate, I'm doing wonderfully well. It's Sunday over here, so just, just chilling, having a lazy day. Excited lazy, to talk lazy to Rich. Yes, we are joined by the one and only, at Fredo Bandita himself, at Rich Gonzalez. Sir, it is an honour and a pleasure to have you on our humble little Australian podcast. Yes, and I, I do have an American accent, American accent, so I apologize for not being part of the uh, clan, but you guys are like brothers to me, so man, I, I've been waiting this for, for eight years, man, I've been waiting for this. I'm excited. Brother from another mother. There you go. Yeah, that's what I was saying, joking around earlier, we got the Australian guys, and then you got the Mexican from down under, too, down under from America. <laughs> are you a Mexican or are you a Mexican? I'm a Mexican. Mexican. Yes. Damn straight. So good to be on here, on here with you, bro. So glad. I'm excited. We're excited. We're talking ADP rises and fallers, and we are going to go broad here. So, you know, whether it's, you know, somebody, a rookie you think is undervalued right now, a veteran, uh, a free agent signing, one of those tr- guys who've been recently traded, the landscape has shifted. ADPs are all over the shop, and for some of these guys, you know, a, a, a Tyreek Hill, people are up, people are down, people are—they don't, they don't know left from right. So let, 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 let's jump straight into it, and, and I'll start with my with my, my colleague Hatton to give the our guest some time to compose his thoughts. ADFF doormat, who? Is one of the players that you think is undervalued right now, based off the ADP? Um, I think um, I thought we we're going to go as his age first, but let's just get undervalued. For me, um, I think um, Alan Robinson. Right, uh, he's a veteran quarterback. He's probably ADP is not going to go up, uh, but I just think he's a value. Um, I think you know uh, he's got a new system to play in. Uh, I think he signed a new contract, right? Um, I think he's just always. Uh, underrated. Um, so for me, if I'm a contender, um, I'm looking to, to trade out one of my picks to grab a bit of Alan Robinson. I think he's a sneaky value. Probably not going to rise in ADP, but I just I just think he's underrated. Rich, what do you think of Alan Robinson? Yeah, I, I agree with Matt. I mean, I was I was he was one of the people that I was thinking about when uh, I was. You guys invited me to the show and we were going to discuss because I was like, you know, you started thinking about last year beginning uh, of the season and stuff he was your you know average ranked uh, wide receiver number 13 um average adp was 38 but as the season went on he was nowhere near that and everything so that season's gonna play into uh how it goes this season and everything i yeah look i know he's a new shiny toy in the rams and everything but people are gonna be sleeping on him based off of what happened last year so i think you're definitely gonna get him maybe wide receiver 18 19 but it easily be 13 or higher. Yeah, agree wholeheartedly. I, I had a trade in our console wars league, Matt, where I acquired um, Alan Robinson and I kind of got him as a throw in because the main uh, goal in that, in that trade was to get Trey Lance. So the, the trade was TJ Hawkinson and T Higgins uh, for Trey Lance. And I declined it. This was with our, our good buddy Lloyd. And I said, what, what, just, can you just throw in Alan Robinson? You know, he hasn't done anything. He was still on the Bears at the time. He hadn't resigned, right? So I, I got him as a throw-in in that trade. So Trey Lance, Alan Robinson for TJ Hawkinson and T Higgins. 
And I'm feeling pretty fucking great about that trade right now. And in the moment, I think everybody was like, fuck, you paid heaps for Trey Lance, right? Yeah, look, I think I think that's a, a bit of a win-win, one of those ones. Um, because you've got Hawk and, and uh, T. Higgins, and T. Higgins still a, you know, a, a one or close enough to be there about wide receiver. I think probably at the time he's, his stocks are taking a bit of a fall because of Jamar Chase was rising, but I still think he's a sneaky value. But, yeah, I look I like that. I love Trey Lance. Um, and I think, you know, you're a contender in that league, right? So I think that's a, just a solid move to make. Yeah. You get your quarterback without giving one back and you get another veteran player. Yeah, and he wouldn't have been a throw-in if uh, if it was, if he was already on the Rams. He prob- it probably wouldn't have been a throw-in. Yeah. No, no way. Yeah. Especially not with Lloydy, who's a Rams fan. <laughs> now trade him back, back, to, him. Straight him back yeah. to him for something better. <laughs> well, I, I, I should give that a crack. Um, Mr. Fredo Bendito, who, who's your first value? Or ADP, who do you think is undervalued? Um, I'm going to go right now with Derek Carr. I'm just going to go ahead and start out with him and everything. Look, I mean. You be right unless you were. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, I could have gone with two of my others that I have listed there. But Derek Carr, I mean, look, it, he slander's been for years and stuff like that. You know, he's always consistently 4,000 up. Yeah, I get it. He doesn't have the high D- TDs and everything. And that's going to still pe- till people think it's going to happen because he's the fourth best QB in that uh in that division. So his value is still going to be down and everything. I mean, you're going to be able to get, get him still later on. Now he's going to sneak up a little bit, but I still think people are going to be sleeping on him and everything, even with the Monte Adams, because now that he's with the Raiders, he's washed. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that you go either way. I mean, to me, I hope he stays uh, where he's at and everything. Now for the people that are haters like that, like I said, they're probably going to stay with them because they keep on believing in that story and everything. But look, things change, man. And, just this is the year, man. I'm I'm excited, man, because he's gonna be down there, maybe sixth round and stuff like that. I would love to uh, get him in the sixth round and uh, him produce top eight, top eight, Matt. I think he's out produce great you're this about, year. You're about sixth round of superflex drafts, yeah, superflex. Yeah, superflex. I, I could, you know what? Yeah, still think he'll be going sixth round and stuff like that. I think I just think people sleep on him because of who he is. Um, even with like I said with the the Monte Adams there. I still think people will be sleeping on him because if you sit there and think about it, I think last year he was probably going in between sixth and eighth round um, in a super flex and everything. And, you know, Cousins was going before him um, right around that uh, level and everything. So I'm going to I'm going to grab him every time I can. And for the people that have him, I've been I've been trying to get Derek Carr and a lot of these trades in my uh, dynasty leagues. I've been snatching up Devontae Adams left and right. So don't call me a homer. <laughs> I love it. Love it, Rich. I'm sorry to, to see what happens with, uh, with Josh McDaniels in that offense. Yeah. I, I, it, it's not going to be any – like, the floor is last season, right? That's the floor. And so Easily. if that's the floor, that's a pretty safe, that's a pretty safe floor. And I, I can only think that with somebody like Adams in that offense, Adams and Waller now, I mean, that, 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 the end zone, it's going it, to make that end zone look a little bit easier for Carr, right? Not only that, think about this, Okay. You got Adams, you got Waller, you got Renfro that could just get open on his route running. But just think for just a second if uh, Brian Edwards, third year in, develops into a solid number two. I, I'm, I'm just, I mean, he he's a big body too. Look, red zone targets, man, he's going to have so much red zone targets. So his TDs, you would think, would have to increase. I mean, he only had about 19 or 20 touchdowns last season. I'd easily expect 25 plus this season. I want to say he had 27 last year. Did he? Mm-hmm. 
can pull up stats while you're talking about it. You pull them up, I'm, I'm probably going to be wrong. But I mean, I, I remember a few years ago thinking, I got to get this Derek Carr guy off my roster before he loses his job, right? That's true. Uh, Mariota, that, that was the rage, wasn't it? I'm saying it was Mariota yeah. was taking the job. And yeah, it was inside like of the whisperings that, that he was going to be there, and you know, and Gruden loved him. Um, so yeah, I had the same opinion too, but he he proved me wrong. And it's been three years since that, and the guy still got the job. And I I can't really see, and especially with the Devonta Adams trade now, right? Because they traded. What did they trade? A first and a second. First and a second, correct. I mean, and, it, and he did have 23 touchdowns last year. 23. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I would, if he had 23 last, last year, I'm, I'm expecting, you know, high 20s, low 30s this year. Do you think that's, that's unreasonable? No, that's, it's, it's within reach easily. They're going to have to, right? In that, in that, um, yeah, that's another thing that, too. That, that conference too, right? They're going to be throwing the ball a lot. And there's, there's no noise too, right? They had so much noise last year as well. All that noise is gone now. I think, um, you know, they did that on university. Imagine what's going to happen now. Yeah, I think a big reason Adams actually wanted to leave Green Bay was he wanted to show that he was a great wide receiver without Aaron Rodgers. And who, be- who better to do that with your friend from college that you had chemistry with? He, he, and I, I think he'll show it. I, I think the car's in for a big season. He's well, tremendously underrated. Matt um, hit it on the nail. Look, think of the division. You know, the, each team brought in defensive ends, left and right and stuff like that, to uh, stack their defense because they know – it's going to be a, I mean, offensive show the whole time. I don't even care how good they are. When you have all four, all three teams or all four teams with, uh, with the Raiders is look, they, if these games are going to be high scoring games, I don't care what anybody says. And it's just going to be passing. I mean, it's going to be like the uh, bills and Mahomes chiefs games last year. Every single one of these games could be a game like that. So, so Derek Carr, what is your buy line in Superflex, 12 times Superflex? What is your sell line? Matt and, and Rich. Go ahead, man. Uh, yeah, look, if it's quarterback, well, you've got to be the first at least to, to, to buy a quarterback at Superflex. Yeah. You're not getting in for a second. I'm not selling in for a second. So, I, I, you know, I want a first, and, and this year I'm not going to be able to get another start of a quarterback with that first two, right? So you probably want a first and a second or an early first maybe. Early first or, you know, mid to late first. And, and that's only then if I've got an excess of quarterbacks, right, Mike? If I'm rebuilding, I'm probably still going to sell him for any 23 first. 23 first different. Yeah. yeah. Right. If if it had to be 21, I, I, I 22, I'd want a first and a second. And I'd try to get more in 23. I'd try to get a 23 first and second. But if I was rebuilding, ultimately I would sell him for any 23 first. Yeah. The smart money is to, if you have him, is to sell now and uh, try to get everything you can for him because of what people might think of what's going on. Um, and maybe after, at the end of this year, it's going to even be higher and stuff because. Look, this uh, Devontae Adams. That's, that? that's why I wouldn't sell now because I actually think that he's going to ball out and I can get more than, than a single first. No, you're right. You're right. You got to think about it. Devontae Adams' contract. Look, they have an out. The Raiders have an out with them uh, after two years. And if they do restructure Carr, uh, they're going to restructure a contract where it's kind of the same thing because that way in two years, they're going to say, okay, look, we give you guys the opportunity. You guys haven't shown us or you have shown us that you're going to get us the Super Bowl or the playoffs consistently. In two years, if that's not, they're going to go ahead and cut uh, cut bait with them. So at the end of this year, if he doesn't have an awesome season like I think he is, I, like I said, I think he's going to have an awesome season. But sell, sell, just like what you said, sell it, uh, sell it when he has that good season. Yeah. I mean, if you're rebuilding, if you're contending, you hold, right? 
I mean, like, like he's only just well, he's in his early thirties, isn't he? He is twenty twenty nine, twenty eight. No, he's he's in his thirties. Yeah, you're right. I'll just check. Uh, Ninety one. So he just he's turning thirty one this year. Okay. He, oh, he turned thirty one. He turned thirty one. I mean, plenty of quarterbacks. I mean, this could be that you know four to five year stretch of his career where he's just just posting ridiculous numbers, right? Like, it could be that time right now. Yeah, but sit here and think about this, though. Excluding me and stuff like that, a majority of the teams, Derek Carr is probably their second QB on the team. They probably have a starter over him. So, I mean, you're going to see ninety, probably 90% of teams like that and everything where he's the backup. Unless on my team you have him as a starter on the majority of your team. So, well, all my teams are super flex, so he's, he's a starter on all my teams. Yeah, you, for the smart super flex players, yes, because of the value that you get him later on. Well, I guess nice. it's time for me. I love that call. Oh, it's a great call, you know. And people are still sleeping on Derek Carr because people still think of him like he was two years ago. But I mean, he's locked in, man. And if he has a good year, they're going to have to give him an extension, all right? Because he's in the last year of his deal, and that gives him a ton of safety going forward if he gets in the deal. I'm pretty sure they'll have the extension signed before the season starts. So, hear me out. Don't don't bash on me about the player I'm about to, to throw out there. Don't hurt me. Be gentle. All right. And my guy is CEH. So Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And people saw the Ronald Jones signing and oh CEH, he sucks. Ronald Jones is there. And Ronald Jones can't catch the football worth a lick. CEH is great at catching the football. Daryl Williams hasn't been resigned. Jarek McKinnon hasn't been resigned. I actually think the Ronald Jones signing locks in CEH as the third down pass catching back. And now that, that team has also lost Tyreek Hill, who was a dump off. Like, like His ADOT has decreased every year. He was a dump off kind of get up the field player last year. I, I think this all bodes well for CEH. And he, he is now a value at his ADP and a value to trade for. Like as a guy you could acquire for a, with a late first or an early second. So tell me why I'm insane. Crickets. <laughs> Crickets? Crickets. Well, I think I think the hate is so is so bad that it's like he can't go on the lower surely, right? He, he can't. Um no, he he was when he got picked, I think it was the first And he came out right? came out a few weeks ago and said he was hurt all of last year. Yeah. Well that, that was that was my next point. His first one back taken. He was banged up. He had that first pretty big game, right? And then after that, he sort of went a little bit downhill. And then, you know, he's still a rookie, got it, got injured. Um, yeah, I, I don't mind that take at all. I've got a few CH shares, so surely can't go anywhere. I mean, we, we've got to think, it took Dalvin Cook a couple of years to put it all together, but the talent was always there. It took Joe Mixon a couple of years to put it all together. Talent was always there. Um, you know, sometimes for these running backs... The, the situation is murky and it takes a while for everything to kind of just marry up. And then when it does, they produce. Um, I think I, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that he's going to rush for 1,200, 1,300, 1,400 yards, but I really think that the pass catching is going to be here for, for CEH next season. And, and that's all he needs to really um, increase in value, in production exponentially. I could easily see him as a guy with, you know, fifteen hundred combined yards. Yeah, you know and, the Tyreek Hill trade kind of helped him um, with him being God and stuff. But with him being gone now, because just like what you were saying, 
he's going to have ample of opportunities underneath. Yeah, I think the dump-offs are going to go to him. I, I, I could see them drafting in the late first uh, a Jamison Williams or a, uh, a George Pickens. If he, I think George Pickens will get up there eventually, but that's in the topic for another day. But um, but they're going to be stretch the field, guys. I think the, the, the dump-off is going to go to CEH. So you heard it here first between me and Rich. We're telling you guys. Um, well, that's the reason why I said crickets because I I wasn't gonna say, I was silent because I agreed with everything he said because he was on my radar too. He was actually someone I was gonna type on our docs, but I saw that you had him on there already, so I agree one hundred percent. Matt, just tell me how right I am, like Rich did. That's funny that. I just funny. That's funny. Hey, you're not on the head with the Ronald Jones take. I think that's just the you know I've had the confidence. Let's, let's see what happens in the draft. Um, you know, sure, they can't take another running back again, but. Um, you know, I, I think that's, you know, because they signed him, they're sort of told us what they're going to do, right? They're told us, you know, signing a running back, they're not going to draft one, if, you know, not early anyway, if, they, if they're signed Ronald Jones. They've got CH there. Um, they've sold that wide receiver. So they, I think they've got 30 and 31, their picks, something like that. They're back-to-back late picks. So one of them is going to be a luxury wide receiver. If anything, taking CH in the first round a couple of years ago is a lesson learned that they won't do it again. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah 100%. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Them taking him early gives him that insulation because taking him early was shown to be a mistake. And because they made that mistake, they will not do it again. They made that mistake because they didn't choose Jonathan Taylor. And they went with CH. They they thought they got smart thinking CH instead of Jonathan Taylor. But I'm going to throw this out there. They do got two picks in the end. I know what you just said, but if Brees Hall was sitting there too, I mean, Brees Hall is a different caliber than CH. Brees Hall is actually on my list because I mean, we can get to him a bit later, but I, I, I want to hear from all you first about, about your next pick. So it's, it's back to the doormat, you know, the, the most handsome doormat I've ever seen. And we're going risers or fallers? You can, you can pick riser or faller. Who, who, who I, I'm going to check a, a faller in there. I, I think uh, for me, Tyreek Hill is 100% he's going to fall in value. I think uh, still now he's you now one of the top wide receivers. I think his ADP is eight or something like that. Um, I think Waddle's, you know, he's absolutely sensational. Do you have a Tyreek Hill I own? We should have conferred on this. You can't just throw it out here. What are you doing? No, you took my CH. I should, I should, you took my CH. Yes, I should take your Tyreek Hill. But yeah, look, I just think, you know, this is a big job up between Mahomes and, and, uh, and Tua, you know, Towards the limited quarterback, I think it's a great fantasy move, right? I, um, probably should hate it as a Pats fan, but I think for Miami, it's it's a good move, and I think it's good for Tua. But in, in it's a great fantasy you know, move for Tua. Fantasy for Tua is great, and for real NFL, it's great too. But I think for Tyreek, still going to be he's still going to ball out, right? He's going to have these massive games, but the quality of balls, quality of targets, he's going to get um, probably not going to be there, and he's still got you know Jalen Waddle gobble up targets there. Had a connection going last year. I think they build off that. And it's hard to come in. You know, as talented as you are, it's hard to just come in and, you know, so, get those high-quality targets when someone else has got that connection. What's his worth in rookie picks? Yeah. I don't know. Just How, how old is he? He's getting on to, right? He's 28, turning 29, I think. Yeah. Well, I, think, I think one first round is what you're going to get for him right now because of him dropping off in Gmail. value. With the- HTTP colon. You guys see that? I don't know what that, what, what that was <laughs> I, I thought she was cussing at me. I think it was my new Mac. I don't know what's going on there, guys. I've got to learn to use it. Uh, no, he's, 20, he's only 28, man. 
He's only 28. And he just turned 28 this year. So that's old, man. That's old for in, in Dynasty. Look at look at Hopkins. You know, as soon as he got old, that's it, man. You couldn't get old for Hopkins. So. Hopkins was injured this year. He's going to ball out this year. Hopkins. Still old. He, he, Hopkins doesn't need to. Hopkins could run a 5.040, and the guy's still going to catch 100 balls if he's healthy because that's just the way he plays. Like he doesn't, he doesn't, he, can, he doesn't even get open. He just catches the fucking ball. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> His ADP is not going up, but is it? No, no, no. Yeah. But points wise, I think he's going to be. I, I think he's, he's going good. To he's, he's good. Value. Back to the topic at hand, Tyreek Hill, who I may or may not have been able to try to, <laughs> trying to trade in console wars. Thank you, Matt. This is all to spite me, right? <laughs> um, it's all about you, Benny. I, I have a lot of Tyreek Hill because I bought um, on the cheap or drafted on the cheap during that whole incident a few years back. Yeah, I, I did two a couple of spots and we can crack yeah, it. So I, I have quite a fair bit of Tyreek Hill and would certainly want to hedge my bets um, in some leagues, though I'm more optimistic than our friend uh, Matt Hatton here. Um, just just in fantasy, right? I think he'll, he'll ball out. He'll play well. But, you know, it's a big but step I, down I from the home to like 140 targets. Yeah, pretty dodgy targets, though, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think he gets. I mean, look, him going over there, and everything. You got to think about. It. I mean, yeah, he had Kelsey and everything, but besides Kelsey, who else did they have to throw to? I mean, over here in uh, Miami, you got Waddle, gonna still is a, 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 a identical twin of him, you know. Basically, you know, they brought over Cedric Wilson. You know, you got Mike Gesicki. Not to mention the two running backs you've got that could, uh, it could take uh, uh, passes underneath from and everything. So, look, he's. I think he's going to get his, get his, but I don't think it's going to be the caliber to what you're expecting. Now, let's sit there and think about it, though. He didn't have that great of a season where he had 10 games, 10 reception games or anything like that. Look, he had a lot of games where he only had four receptions, but because they were all 60-plus yards and everything, that's where a lot of it came from and everything. So I think his receptions go up, but I think his yards go down. He's not going to be as consistent. Not, not that he was super consistent already with these massive games, but I think it's going to be more of He'll be very boom on Mark Bust, even with Pat Mahomes, right? Yeah. yeah. One week it was Kelsey's week. One week it could be his week. Yeah. So if we're done with Tyreek, I want to lead into this next one because he went to a team where the tight end there, Mike Gusecki, I'm, I put him in here because I'm kind of lost on what where he ranks right now with him, with everything that they've done. And great tight end, um, showed a great opportunity to break out last year. Not a huge breakout, but I could honestly see a better breakout this year for him with all the uh, weapons around him and having that open field in the middle. Ty, you know, aka Tyreek Hill. I mean, with Kelsey. So, what's your guys' thoughts on that? Uh, my thoughts are that Flores get the training wheels off tour, and McDaniel's is going to take him off. McDaniel's is going to go sink or swim because I have two first round picks next year, and I want to know if you're the guy. And if you're not the guy, I'm going to draft somebody else. But I'm going to end this season knowing if you're the guy that that's what i think mcdaniels are going to do they're going to come out and they're going to sling it people oh they'll run first yeah, they'll, they'll run of course they'll run because of where mcdaniels come from but mcdaniels is not going to leave this season wondering about Tua's capabilities unless he gets hurt in the first game or something like that and if he gets hurt in the first game if, if he gets hurt at all they'll, they'll replace him because you know they'll, they'll, 23 next year's draft. That's their opportunity with their two first round picks. You no, know, you're small, you get banged up, but you're gone. You're out of here. 
Um, but other than that, they're going to they're gonna throw it all at him, I think. They're going to give him the kitchen sink. They're going to see what he can handle. And, and they're going to come out knowing whether Tua is, can be a, a star NFL quarterback or not. They're going to they're gonna know. And I, I, I don't like, – like I was a big Tua fan because uh, I, I remember back when Tua was a generational-type prospect, thought of in the same tier as, as Trevor Lawrence, right? Um, feels like yesterday. I don't know anymore. Tank for Tua. That was the that was the slogan. Whatever I'm still named Tank for Tua. I remember Tank for Tua. Um, but yeah. I, look, I'm not sure. Gasecki's ranked right now 11th in tight ends coming into this upcoming season. Is that good value for him? I, I think it's good value, but to me, anywhere between like Titan 20 to Titan 5 doesn't really matter. Right? What, did, what did he finish? I, I think it was was he the Titan 4 or something on the year? I think he had. Yeah, pretty good season. Year. I think, I think Bully's a massive Gasecki fan. Um, yeah, but I mean, now that they've had it yeah. ill, that's going to take away opportunity from him. Um, yeah. I mean, who knows what else they might acquire? What if they acquire? What if they draft a Brees Hall? Hmm. Well, you know, know, last year, last year, everybody thought they should be drafting a Najee Harris in the first round. You know, they didn't go after running back. So do they go this year after him? Look, I, I think they probably try and get through one more year with what they get, what, what they've signed. Edmonds, um, the guy from 49, or what's his name? Mostert. Mostert, Most yeah. I mean, look. Unless if they if someone falls to them that they like at a value, I think they'll snap them up. But otherwise, I don't think that they'll feel like they have to get a running back. I think they that I think their thoughts are their system can get through with what they have. I'm sure they think they can get the, they they can get the Fredo Bandido ten carries a carry and do all right. <laughs> I'd back him in. I'd back him in. I got the built up uh, Brees Hall, so yeah, I get it. I, I think serious uh, guys. This is the BMI. Yeah, nice. I think uh, Matt, Matt Warburton had an article about um, where he wrote about how uh, San Fran McDaniels just loves speed, and that's why Trey Sermon, even though they try to get him, the, the offensive business value speed over talent. Most of it's an absolute flyer, right? When he's healthy, so yeah. Looks well, like sit there, probably, you sit there and yeah. think about it. Everybody's always everybody's talking about the AFC West, uh, how scary that division is, but. Miami Dolphins, they are a very scary team this year with all that speed. Speed kills. I, I look, you could teach, you know, you could teach skill set and all that, but you can't teach skill. You either have it or you don't. And that's what that team has is a lot of speed. Plenty of speed. Very much, Corey. Very much. Look, Gasecki somebody I'd be trying to acquire because even though his opportunity might go down, the quality of his targets with Waddle and Tyreek, I think, are going to go up. I like it. Matt, what are you paying? What are you paying, Benny? Small tight end premium. Small tight end premium. Um, two point oh one. Then that gets me. Then that gets me him. I pay two point oh one. Well, yeah, you know, might, might get it for you. You know, in the twelve team, someone who's rebuilding. I mean, it won't get him off bully, yeah. but <laughs> you never get him off bully. No, you you know, you yeah. give him three first, you'll get him off bully. Yeah. What, what 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 would you pay for him? I mean, I I think a late first, early second is is kind of the value. Yeah, yeah, be hard be hard to get a first, like, like you say. I think um, I think between tight end six and tight end ten, who cares I, I, really? You know, there's, that, that's there, the but, unless yeah. you think someone could, unless you think he can take that step to be like you know a, eleven a thousand yard tight end, it doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah, not not really. Like, maybe one you might give it like a one twelve, you know, forty ten if you need it. Tight end is going to be solid, dependable, but I'd rather pay for a shelf or something like that. Then, 
unless you're playing in a two tight start two tight end league, in which case you're grateful for fucking any tight end that can catch fifty <laughs> balls for six hundred yards, and yep. and they're yeah. like gods. <laughs> All right, is it is it back to me or is it? Or, it's back to you, Benny. It's back, back to you. What, me. All right, so hear me out. I actually think Brees Hall is a little bit undervalued because I don't think he's been talking about talked about in the tier of running back that he really is. I mean, after the combine, people thought he was like a, a David Montgomery 2.0, but the guy tested off the chains. All right. I, I, I actually think that he's in that top RB tier, just slightly behind Jonathan Taylor, but right there with like Javante Williams and uh, like who, who are the other young running backs kind of going? Swift. Yeah, Swift. You can't really say Dobbins or Acres right now. No, you can't say Dobbins or Acres. Matt, you gone? You mute? Don't mute. Still trying to figure out his. Uh, there you yes, go. new Mac PC or Mac user guys. <laughs> give me some. Even though I do it every episode, just give me a bit of time. No, I think uh, that's the, that's the point, right? Is who, who's who is it? Who else is there young? And apart from they got Javante Swift and and Taylor, Najee. There's not a whole bunch of young dominant RBs now, right? So. I think that's the point, isn't it? You know, after that, there are question marks. Acres could have been Etienne, could have been, you know, but injuries have, have crewed on both. So, yeah, Dobbins as well. I think Bruce Hall is only turning 21. He is young. He's only 20 at the moment, turning 21 in May. He'll be drafted as a 20-year-old, most likely. So when you say undervalue, undervalue what round is, is he getting drafted in? <laughs> Oh, let's have a look. Because I know in a recent uh, mock draft that uh, we did a couple weeks back, I think he went in the fourth round. No, nah, see, to me, he, I would say that he is got, should be going in like the second round. I would take him there. Well, I don't know if I would take him in the second round yet because of the way I draft. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm usually running back heavy, but it seems like the last couple of years I've slightly – where I need that receiver in that second round. So if he fell back to me in the third round, I would definitely Look, I, I normally fade running back, but that's because I draft for productive struggle. And so I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to um, draft a running back when I'm doing a productive, productive struggle with high draft capital, right? Because I'm worried that, um, you know, the, the, the bottom will come out. Uh, where are we? Hey. I think Scott Fish let some uh, some ADP Superflex tight end rankings out uh, a couple of weeks ago. A week ago, he's updated a few times. I think Bruce Hall is 27 overall, um, just behind yeah. McCaffrey's, McCaffrey's 25, Waddle's 26. I think I'd much rather have Bruce Hall than, than McCaffrey if I'm in the starter. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I'm looking at the non-Superflex ADP on DLF, and Bruce Hall is – Actually, four, 14th overall with ADP of 17.33. They're very mixed up. Um, I mean, it's only six drafts. Somebody took him fourth and somebody took him 35th. So it really kind of throws things out, right? I don't think it really – looking at it doesn't really help you that much. But I'm going to go to the Superflex ADP, right? And and for – so Jonathan Taylor is RB7 in the Superflex ADP. But if I check – RB7 or play seven. Sorry, rank seven, RB1. And then you can get Brees Hall all the way down at RB, at 27 overall RB6. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the, that's the same ranking. I mean, I'd be very it's happy with just, yeah. seven overall. Very happy. Because that's the third round. I mean, to me, he should probably be going in the mid-second. Um, looking at, like, I take him over McCaffrey in a startup. I would take him over Swift in a startup. The four-nil landing spot. The four-nil landing spot. Yeah, before nine landing spot. Because I think anybody taking Bruce Hall is taking Bruce Hall to give him three hundred carries a game. Sorry, three hundred carries this season. You forgot about Bill Belichick. I definitely take it if he got that many carries. Just to screw our plans up. (laughs) But for me, it's it's a tier, right? As soon as as soon as probably Najee's gone, then I'm smashing. Yeah, Bruce Hall. Um, you know, I think it's um, I, I would Javante, Javante, Taylor, Najee, and then Bruce. I would prefer Bruce Hall to Najee. I mean, he's three years younger. It's just landing spot, right? Like we said, I think if he had the landing spot, if he lands, if he lands in a great spot, then yeah, yeah you might go Bruce Hall. But I agree. Right now, yeah. I'd yeah. probably take I take Bruce Hall over Najee, but I think I would take Javante over Bruce right now. Yeah, I think that's a good call. I would take Javante's probably my RB two for dynasty over Taylor. Is that is that a hot take? No, not for me. So. Crickets. Don't think so. Yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's a good. That's a it's a reflective take. It's getting a little hot. I think Gordon. There's rumors of him signing somewhere. I don't know, coach. Tweeted something that he saw in somewhere. Oh, Ravens, yeah. Ravens. 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 Yeah, that's right. Ravens. Um, yeah. So I think that's the only last piece of the puzzle, right? That if he goes somewhere. Forget about it. Yeah, I mean, all, all this is relative. I mean, getting a guy in the second as opposed to a, getting a third round value in in, in the, getting a, a second round value in the third is is a big value jump to me. So, I mean, I, I'm I'm on it all day. Give me Bruce Hall. I think that um, come draft time, he, he could go as high as RB two. I feel though, Bruce Hall is going to get drafted by a team. It's going to be running back by committee starting now. What, 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 why do you want to hurt me like that? What do I do to you, Rich? <laughs> I, I mean, you, see, you look at the landscape of running backs in the NFL right now. Where where does he fit in as, he, as he, a day one starter? Well, any team except Denver and the Colts, really. Houston. Houston, yeah. But why would Houston draft him when they're so far away? Like, I just don't see why they would do that. I don't know. It's, it's, just, it's just something I'm thinking about. I just Like I said, I love Brees Hall and everything. It just... Right now, with the landscape of running backs and the value of running backs in the NFL, nowhere near what they used to be five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. That's true. We're about to find out a couple of weeks or three weeks, boys. Less, less than three weeks now, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Countdown. So check this out. My work is sending me to Las Vegas Las Vegas, the week of the draft. To it's go meant visit. to be, Rich. It's it meant to like, be. You're meant to be. You're meant to Man, hold on for us. you. I'm I'm so freaking excited, man! I'm trying to find out everything I could do while I'm there. Everything's just gonna be hanging out in the draft area once I get off uh, training over there. So nice. I mean, soon you'll be working for ESPN. You won't remember who we are. No, (laughs) one of these days I'll be working for you guys. (laughs) That's adorable. Not true at all, but that's. You guys don't understand how big of a dream come true this was is for me this year, man. I've been wanting. I've been wanting this. I, I hope we can make this dream happen more often throughout the season because I love having you here. Anytime you guys want me, man. I This is actually perfect timing for me. So, Yeah. yeah. You're a lot more aesthetically pleasing to look at than, than Matt. No offense. <laughs> well, I was about to say something that you're ugly head, mate, too. It's a, bit, it's a bit of a low bar for both of us, Rich. So. <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's more about us than you. But 
No, yes, it's great. You know, love the sound of your voice, love the music stuff. So, always got great energy, smile on your face. So it's uh, it's all good, man. I know nothing, man. I feed off of you guys. uh, Growing up, right when we would watch a TV show that was just an Australian TV show, and we heard the actors speak, we'd be like, "What the fuck?" Because we were so used to the American accents. We're like, that's how Australians sound? That's how I sound? What the hell? That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd just be like, wow, crazy. Depends which Aussie it was too, right? Some are more Aussie than others. So, yeah. so it's good to have you here. Well, but, I mean, the, before you two, the only Aussie I knew was, what's his name? Uh, the, the guy that does the animals that passed away. Uh, Steve Irwin. Oh, Steve Irwin. Yeah. I mean, that's all Steve I knew. Crocodile Hunter, God rest his soul. The Crocodile Hunter. I mean, that's, that's too bad my name for Matt. And, you know, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but you've got DK on the sheet, Matt. I see you type DK. Is that as a riser or a faller or a value or a. I think it's a faller to me. I think um, unless he gets traded with, with Drew Lock there, I know we're talking up there. You, you said he's gone a bit already. Um, I still think DK owners are going to want. You know, a ransom for him. I think no one's selling him cheap, and I think the lock there. I think um, that's that's Benny's DK shares going down the toilet. Yeah, I think with lock there. Um, you know, unless they can can get a, a quarterback, which is who else? Probably Baker Mayfield's the only other one, right? That's that's going to come in a start. That's oh, not going to be good times for uh, DK. Tyreek Hill or DK? I'd rather have Tyreek. I think just just not value I'm not value wise. I'm taking DK. I think if we're, talk, we're talking value-wise, and I think I want the younger guy, right? But, but on, on field, I think Tyreek. Hey? So you'd rather Tyreek? I missed your question. What was the caveat? Production-wise, who's going to give you more on the field? Production? I think, yeah, I think Tyreek. Metcalf. More options. He's going to have more targets. Um, who else is going to throw to within Miami? they got multiple people to throw to now. DK is going to have tons of options. They're always going to be hot behind in games and everything. Still a so, bathroom, bathroom bed, boys. Let's get it on there. There we go. I mean, total points, total points. Ek didn't like, like what? What was his season last season? I mean, he Sneaky. didn't break. Not, he didn't break a thousand yards, but that was with with Russell Wilson. I. It was. But then part of me thinks that like Tyreek, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf with Drew Lock, Lock's just going to throw it up, and DK's just going to fall out because he's just such a monster. And he's, still, and he's still caught 12 touchdowns. In a down year, he still caught 12 touchdowns. 75 receptions. I sit there and think about it. How many games was Wilson out? Yeah, I think when he did play, he was still banged up too. His finger was, was pretty banged up. But yeah, I, I just think you can't get him cheap. I think not many people are going to discount him, in my but opinion. He's, uh, he's yeah. discounted from where he was. Like, if you look in, and I know this isn't gospel for everybody, but if you look in the Dynasty Trade Calculator website, the one and only Dynasty Trip. Um, he's like a like a 27, 28. Like that's down from where like a CD Lamb is a 38, right? He's a like a 38. So if you, like would you trade C D Lamb for DK in a first? You wouldn't, you'd rather Lamb. Yes, because now yeah. he is the number true number one true option in, in, in Dallas and he has a better quarterback than Metcalf right now. Which 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 first? It'll be it'd be a back end, it'd be a a one point one two. Yeah, it's it's hard because wide receiver, right? You know, what, what does it matter really? There's so many good wide receivers, right? Um, I'd probably still. There's so many good wide receivers, but getting an elite wide receiver is huge. Like a truly elite, 
like a guy who's putting up like Devonta Adams numbers is just enormous. I think you're going to go back and watch the lock take, Benny. Just it was pretty, it was pretty average. He's going to be in the new system. Um, so yeah, look for for me, I, I think if locks the that's the question. I love DK. I think um, you know he's, he's such talent and he's such a weapon in the red zone, right? I think you guarantee he's locking touchdowns a year almost. It's just he's great, but it's just that Drew Lock piece. Um, Let's we'll see what happens in the draft. Maybe they, they draft Willis, you know, and he, he develops for a year or two. And I just look at the touchdown, yeah. seven, you won 10, 12 last year. I mean, the, for me, the, the touchdowns make his floor quite high. This my take. He had one game uh, over 100 yards last week, last year. Oh, that's nasty, man. What do that to me? What I, what I do to you? You just keep hurting me, Rich. So 104, 104 is 25. So you think, you know, in the Dyson Drake Hacker. Traylon Burks or DK Metcalf? It depends on landing spots. Metcalf um, on that one. Traylon Burks on goes, spot, yeah. goes to your favorite landing spot. He goes to Kansas City? Yep. He goes to Kansas City. Probably not Burks. So even then, you say probably because you're soft and you're scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, who, who are you taking? You're taking the, the guy, Drew Locks. Throwing the ball ten yards over his head. Well, I'm Burks, but I'm not. And probably I'm just saying Traylon Burks. <laughs> Traylon Burks, not like you know, not not my, like I'm taking Traylon Burks. The dude wrestles balls, balls with his hands and stuff, man. Taking Traylon your, Burks. Is your one receiver one? Is he? Yes. This one. Like, like, <laughs> you know, like, like Traylon Burks is just—he's a man child. Yeah, I think I've, I've got him in a couple of endeavors, right? I, I love Traylon Burks. I think um, people were expecting him to run really quick times. I don't the, care about his 40 yard dash. In the right? combine, but, but, but he didn't. I saw him on the miles per hour tracker on, the, on, on you know, he, he hit 22, like almost 23 miles per hour. I don't care about his 40. Yeah, I think there's a difference between between quickness and, and football speed and out and that speed. But I think that's what's, that's what's taken a bit of the shine up, is, is that and also. There's a narrative going around. It's a false narrative, right? You hear this, oh, I think he's the next Harry. Kill Harry. I think he's the, you know, that's, I've seen that around the traps a fair bit. I've seen that people tweeting that and whatnot. Um, right. So I think that's just taking a bit of the shine off, which is great because I, I, I do like Trevor Burks. Um, well, you know who he reminds me of? Yeah. Anquan Bolden. Uh, look, he's, he's bigger and stronger and faster than Anquan Bolden. The dude is fast, man. When the pads are on, uh, he is fast. I don't, I, nobody can tell me otherwise. Football, he's football fast, right? Well, he's football fast. Um, I think he, he's got great explosiveness, but his his combine time—that's what they're in. Yeah. And people are just waiting to see that. And people do double count it, right? They'll see it. They'll see Tyreek Hill go out and run a fast forty or something, and they'll be like, "Oh, he's so fast!" He's, you know, like we knew he was fast already. Um, so when they don't see that, it just—it doesn't matter. The rest doesn't matter. They just don't see that quick forty time, and oh, it's a fade. So, um, you know, I think that's why he's he's faded a bit. So I've got a for I've got somebody who I think is not going to meet expectations. I, I didn't even put him on the sheet, so you're going to be blown away. All right, and, and blown away. The height, the hate might come at me quickly, but it's AJ Brown. I mean, this guy is valued as a high end wide receiver one, and he just not has he just hasn't produced like that, man. And I, I look at that Titans offense and the way they operate, and I just don't think how he can. Tell me why I'm wrong. It sounds like that's what we said when he was drafted as his landing spot, right? Um, for me, it's, he's just got to stay healthy. That's it. That's the only question. I think nothing else matters. If he's healthy, he's just he's going to explode. 
Um, so, you know, if you're, I don't know, it was, it was hamstrings or ankles or whatever it was, his biscuit legs, that's that's the only caveat that, that I've got about him. Otherwise, he's good enough to be, he's not, he's not there value-wise, but, you know, in terms of wide receiver one, you know, he could be there or thereabouts in India if he stays healthy. I mean, look, uh, 52 catches in his rookie year for 1,000 yards, 70 catches for 1,000 yards and 11 touchdowns. I mean, 13 catches, 869 yards last year. The yardage just isn't there to be truly elite in fantasy. It's not only why, that. Why, why is it going to come all of a sudden? Why is it going to come? Here, here's the thing with A.J. Brown, and he, he is someone that I will not touch again and because this is how he affects you in fantasy leagues. You draft him with all this hype that goes into the season, okay? What happens midseason when you're going through all your bye weeks and everything? He's injured. And you're losing value in him in those midseason and stuff like that. And you trade him away because you want to get you want to be I want to be done with him. And then as soon as you trade him away to the other team, go, he starts going off. It, that it, happened to me with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I was happy to get him because uh, I was rebuilding, right? Um, so I think you you got Nook back um, and AJ Brown back. Um, so I was pretty happy to get AJ Brown. Um, I think that, look, the only question mark for me is again is there's just so much talent at wide receiver. Um, sometimes we can overpay a bit for these young wide receiver studs, but he's he's already produced it. I think he's already seen like when are we going to see? He's already he's, he's already produced. seen it. Isn't yeah, he's produced like, but yeah. the yardage and the catches, I just can't see how they're there. The high volume yardage and catches, I just I don't see them. But you know, but not everyone has to get there. Their points from volume, right? He's just that explosive. We don't need that that high volume. And you know, if you're in a PPR league or, or not, that might affect your outlook on him too. Um, but but I just, it's just health for me. It's just he just needs to stay healthy. He's produced like a, you know, like a, a high end wide receiver two, low end wide receiver one, and he's valued like a high end wide receiver one. That's how he's valued. He's valued like an elite wide receiver, and the difference. Between a high end wide receiver one and a low end wide receiver one is enormous, right? Like, like I, I would even say I, I don't even talk about it as as wide receiver one and wide receiver two anymore. I talk about I talk about I look at it in time, terms of view of like a top six wide receiver and then fucking everyone else. That's how I look at it because to me, like wide receiver seven to wide receiver eighteen, I, it, it's like they're so tightly bunched together for me. In, in points, it does, but in value, it's different, right? Um, these young wide receivers can still can get a lot of value out of them. Um, so that's, then, the, that's the only difference. But if you're talking about it then from a value point of view, isn't the play then to trade A.J. Brown? But you've got to see him healthy first, right? I think that's the only reason why you sold him, right? Like, if he was healthy, I don't think I could get him off yet. You're just like, you know, I'm sick of this guy. Just what we said, right? He's always he's always injured. You pay a lot for him. He doesn't deliver. Um, so I think that's, that's why... He cashed out because he was like that. So I think if you own him now, um, you know, I, I would hold him and just pray for his. He's the perfect legs. sell high. And then, yeah, if he balls the other couple of games, that's when you can flip him. He's the perfect the sell high channel. right now because every year, what he always does, he always produces at, at the end of the season huge. And like I said, like just like we're talking about right now, his value right now is so high right now. That's where you sell and everything because. You know it's coming that midseason uh, injury. Because because people are talking about oh Robert Woods is there and he's just enough to open things up for AJ Brown, but not take anything away from AJ Brown. And the hype is just like climbing again, yep. as uh, uh, Fred Abendo said. But 
I just I'm at the point with AJ Brown. I need to say it. it it's been three years. He's had two thousand year seasons though. He's he's had he's not like he hasn't produced. What's, what's a thousand yard season in the NFL nowadays? It's pretty good for a young player who's been injured. It's not like he hasn't he's produced nothing, right? Like he's not he's not giving us donuts, but he needs to stay healthy. I would much rather Ceedee Lamb over AJ Brown, and Ceedee Lamb was getting so much hate in the off season prior to the Cooper trade, and I would easily smash on um, Lamb over Brown. Yeah, I've got Lamb ahead of him too. He's, he's one of my um, highest ranked wide receivers. What about DK? DK Metcalf or, or AJ Brown, Benny? Well, I, I just feel like DK is safer. I, I truly feel like DK is safer than AJ Brown. Like AJ Brown's floor might be higher. But DK's floor is almost the same, right? And he's and sorry, his ceiling is almost the same, and his floor is so much higher because, like, I, I feel like his floor is what he did last year. That's his floor, which is basically a thousand yards and ten touchdowns. AJ Brown, sixty-three receptions last year, eight hundred and sixty-nine yards. That's that's what he's injured, right? Twenty twenty thousand. Over 1,000 yards, 11 touchdowns. Yeah, 2019, 1,000 yards. Even games, he's only just over 1,000 yards, right? Yeah, he's, he's, that's with him being injured, right? Yeah. He's no. injured all year. He's injured all year. That's, that's, that's yeah, really so good. Yeah. You've got to take the fact that they get banged up into their value. You've got to account for that. Five touchdowns last year. You know where all the touchdowns are going on that team? Derrick Henry. And that was, and that was without Derrick Henry for a good chunk of the season. Mm-hmm. He's on one leg. He's on one leg, fellas. Did you see it last year? He's on one leg. He was in and out. Cartilage missing. He stepped on landmines. It was just hopping around on crutches. Sounds like Sounds like Sounds like a bathroom bet here. So what's the bet? You tell me the bet. Metcalf versus AJ Brown. Total fantasy points. I will take DK Metcalf to have more fantasy points in point per reception. Let's do it. All right. Put it on the board. Done. All right. So let me throw one more stat at you guys real quick on Mr. A.J. Brown. Three games, close 145, 155, 133. Those were big games. Every other game, 49 yards, 43 yards, 38 yards, 42, 16, 48, 41, 68. Does that sound sound like like an elite receiver? Sounds exactly like Tyreek Hill. Sounds like poo. Burn, he's burned me. I'm not touching him. Yep, I agree. He's looking. I think he's burned a lot of people. Right, there's a lot of risk. He needs to stay healthy. If he's not healthy, forget about it. The bottom's going to fall right out. All right, Fredo Bandetta, Do you have any other players you want to talk about? And I see one that I'm assuming Hatton's putting down. Who put down? Yeah, that's me. That's mine. That's you. Let, let right. Freddie go first. Let, 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 let Freddie go, go first. Robert Tanyan is uh, a good uh, value. Is a good spicy. value. Spicy. Well, he's he's a sneaky value. Let's just say that. Um, no other no other receivers there. Even if you draft receivers, rookie receivers, he has the potential to have a good solid season this year if he can stay healthy. And if people aren't wanting to touch him because they don't, they think from his injuries last year, you could draft him in the eighth ninth round, and he could easily produce as a tight end in the fourth or fifth round this year. I think you can get him even later. I think you can get him even later. True, um, true. Yeah, so I think if he stays healthy, um, he's got that connection, obviously, with Green Bay. Um, so it could be a tight end one, right? The difference between tight end four and tight end 20, it's not that much really, right? So 
I mean, do you think if he has a good season, it's going to be touchdown driven again, or do you think the receptions can come for him this time? I mean, with Adams gone, um, they're, they're going to be trying to fill that slot. I see more opportunity for Tunyon. Do you, what? How do you feel? What do you think? Yardage you, and receptions, maybe not the touchdown guys. totals. Yeah, and so I mean, it's, it's going to hard to repeat what he did that one year as far as touchdown totals. Yeah, absolutely. As far as touchdown totals, I, I agree hundred percent. But do you think he can get the? You think he can increase the receptions and the yards? I do. He's going to be Rogers' uh, sleeping bank, a uh, little sleeping uh, blanket that he has to hold on and stuff his thumb on, and that he's going to be sitting there. He's going to be. <laughs> he needs an outlet, right? Yeah, you hit on the head. He's going to need an outlet, Richie. He? So that's you know it depends if they end up getting the cooks or something late. Doesn't look like they're going to, but if they don't, there's some rookie rookie wide receiver that's probably going to be Tony. He's 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 outlet. Look, I'm a big, yeah. I'm either trying to get an elite tight end or just fading tight end, but I, I agree with what you say there about it. Because, I mean, Adams is so much of the Packers' workload, right? Where is that going to go? I mean, even if they get a rookie, they're not going to command the same type of target share as Devonta Adams. Even an elite rookie, even if they got a Garrett Wilson, a Traylon Burks, no. Nah, I, I, I think, think it's a great it's a great call, Rich. I, I, I think, think it's a great call. Great the Scottfish, uh, the ADP, Scottfish play out. He's going just ahead of Hayden Hurst. Um, so, look, you know, I'd much rather. I think there's a much higher ceiling that Latonia could get. Rogers has always been that QB that he 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 picks that one person, and he has eyes for you, like he had eyes for Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams ain't there no more. So, who else does he have that he has chemistry with? Tanyan. He has the eyes for Tanya now. I, mean, I, I could easily like, like I could easily see him getting, you know, eighty catches for nine hundred yards. Yeah, I'd love to see that out of a tight end, especially in a, a tight end premium. Yep, concur, very much concur. And I look, I've been hanging to talk about this one ever since I saw Hatton added to the sheet at the last minute. Mind you, we created the sheet at the last minute, so. <laughs> <laughs> All's fair in love and war. Carson Wentz, are you saying he's a ADP riser or faller? I think he's a value. I think, I think he can't fall anymore. He's just the hate is just so high, right? People I love the hate. So you so much. You're you making stats. I'm glad. I'm glad, Benny. I'm he's got you. 27 touchdowns with seven interceptions last year. There's Michael Pitton and, and no one else, right? And, and no one else. And I, I just and, – and the position he's in now with Washington – I can't see how he doesn't get at least two years as a starter. Like, it, it feels like he's safer now than if he was in Indianapolis. Like, because he's going to play well enough that they're not going to be able to draft another quarterback next year. I think the expectations are going to be a lot lower too, right? There was a lot of hype with that connection with Frank Reich going into that offense, and he just didn't deliver. Um, did did he on not? Terms, like, like, in terms of football, right, they didn't make the playoffs, right? And people, you know, I think that's what a lot of it comes down to, that last loss against the Jaguars. But in terms of fantasy, he produced. Uh, he will produce again. Um, so, you know, for me, I think Scott carries an upgrade on Pittman. So I think definitely uh, he's a, he's a uh, great player. He once acquired Carson Wentz in the fantasy league, um, coming off the back of his 33 touchdown, almost MVP season, and paid the farm for him. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, no. I think Look, Curtis Samuel Gibson there as well, Terry. It, it's um, it's the weapons are so much better yeah. than what he had in Indianapolis. 
Logan Thomas still there? So he, I, I know he's still there, but he's, yeah, he's got a lot more weapons, I think. Do you think? Do you really think he has more weapons in Washington than any in the Colts? Yep. As far as pass catching, absolutely. Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel when healthy is a really, really good NFL player. Who was he's the, the, the Colts? Just Pittman's really. That's, that's probably it, really. I mean, Pittman yeah. had a good year, but it was just target driven. I, I don't know yet if Putin is a good wide receiver two or a high end wide receiver one. I've got no idea, just because like there was nobody else on that offense except for him to throw the ball to. I don't know. Just you just go from a team where you had the best running back in the league. Even their backup running back is a very very good uh, running back to have as a backup. Okay, you got Gibson, which man, I, I had so much high hopes for him last year. Oh, and what's what, what, this Antonio Gibson slander, Rich? Uh, man, I, loves I, him, Rich. You can't say a bad word against him. Hey, so just my point is, look, last year I had Gibson. I expected him to be in the top ten as far as running. I was expecting a Christian McCaffrey kind of a breakout season and everything. Yeah, I get it. Injuries happen and everything. That's a big expectation. I mean, this is a guy who was his, it was his second year ever playing full time running back, and he had a thousand yards at four yards per carry, and he had forty two receptions. In the, I mean, it was his second year. Richard on the head. He was a wide Rich, receiver in college. Richard on the head. We promised, we promised him a Caffrey season. We got a Kenya Drake season. That's that's what happened. It was way more than Kenyon Drake. Why would you talk like that to me? What do I do to you? I'm not a big believer in Curtis Samuel. I who's their second? If besides Curtis Samuel, who's 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 who do they got as a second receiver? A, a, a plethora of third, third, fourth receivers on that team. Did they take Tony Brown? I like him. I think he's you know he's a rookie last year. We don't know, but I do like Tony Brown. But you know, in the yeah. in the 2020 fantasy football season, Curtis Samuel finished above Cooper Cup. What have you done for me lately? <laughs> <laughs> so, look, at least he's got to have you know, as good weapons. So. Say again, Benny? The bandito just slapped me across the face. <laughs> what have you done for me lately, Eddie? Come on. I, I see the same season that Wentz had last year. Um, oh, which was a good season. It was a good season. I get, I get it and stuff, but, it, it, I mean, it's the same value as last year's way I look at it. Um, he has to prove a lot. I mean, I just think he had a better opportunity in with the Colts than he will with Washington. Um, just not. I, I see the way Washington plays versus the way the Colts played. I see a lot more yards. I could see Wentz having 4,500 yards with 30 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Yeah, I like that call. I, mean, I think a lot of the style comes down to it right now. Just so cautious. I, I get that, but if, if the Washington's defense comes back to the year they had before – Okay, it's going to be a team that is more driven by defense and running the ball more. But if they come back to the year they have before, they force more turnovers and then the offense gets more opportunities, Rich. Oh, oh yeah, but look at the division you're in. Look at the division they're in. I mean, look, they got to compete with Philadelphia this year. They got to compete with uh, uh, Cowboys, um, Giants. Yeah, you know where that they ain't going to be much of a. It's just they always beat each other up. They're never high-scoring games. And that's six games at it, two, four, six. You know, it's just multiple. NFC is always a low-scoring, it seems like, this past couple of years. And I just – I don't know. I'm just not big on this move going there. Uh, over, under, on the on the Washington Cowboys games, you want a bathroom draw bet? Yeah, let's do it. All right. What, 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 uh, so they'll play each other twice, right? Mm-hmm. Cowboys, so in, 2-0. In the, 
in the in the two game. No, I'm forgetting the point. I'm just talking about the point scored. What do you think the the total point? What's the over under for the two games? Washington, 32. two games. You're saying oh, two for games, both games? Two? No, okay. yeah, both games. Sixty four total. Sixty four huh? total. Sixty four. All right, I'll give you and a line. I'll I'll give you a line of ninety nine point five. I'll take the over. You can take the under as a bathroom bed, but in two games. Yeah. Yep. Let's do it. All right. Basketball Count me in on that. I'll, I'll be on the overs in that one. No, no, no. You're taking the over too, Matt? Yep. I'll take the overs. We're just taking the under. Put it on the board. Woo! All right, gentlemen, we've gone for over an hour here. Is there anybody else you want to touch on before we knock it on the head? Only thing no? I got to say is Super Bowl champs right here, Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders. You heard it here first. Oh, Super Bowl champs, Las Vegas Raiders. And that 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 is an intellectual point of view that he's come through through hours of data analytics and research. Not he's a, a, home he's a grinder. Grinder right? just been grinding. Okay, yeah. this is all analytics. Every show that I do on this uh, on our team, this is what you see. True analytics. <laughs> Boom. All right, gentlemen, I would like to thank you for joining me on this Sunday afternoon, Saturday night over in the US of A. Rich, I've loved having you on. We we should try to have you on more often if this is if this is the time that suits for you. Would love to have you on more, sir, because you, my friend, are a pleasure. I love being on. Like I said, this is what I've been waiting for my whole life. This right here. I could go to sleep, I could die now, and I'd be a happy man. I think you need big girls. That's quietly. <laughs> All right, guys. Hatton, peace out. Thanks, boys.